Is your child struggling with a specific subject or need help with homework? Are they asking questions that you're not sure you can fully answer? IXL Learning is an online learning program for kids. It covers math, language arts, science, and social studies. IXL is designed. This program will improve your kids' grades. Studies done in almost every state in the country. The kids who had IXL are consistently doing better. Powered by advanced algorithms, IXL gives the right help to each kid no matter the age or personality. And it doesn't have to eat up all your time. One subscription gets you everything for all the kids in your home, pre-K to 12th grade. So don't miss out. One in four students in the U.S. are learning with IXL. IXL is used in 95 of the top 100 school districts in the U.S. Make an impact on your child's learning. Get IXL now. And listeners can get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when they sign up today at IXL.com audio. Visit IXL.com audio to get the most effective learning program out there at the best price. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We've got our take cannons loaded and ready. ready. Absolutely dominant on deep routes. Absolutely dominant on short the routes. boys are back, back. Excellent separation against man coverage. This is Reception Perception, the show. We're talking again about pass-catching units, lifting their quarterback play, lifting their teams right now. Certainly, I think uh, a strong case could be made there in Miami. But what about in Washington? I mean, you got to say, look, the way Carson Wentz looked last year, well, and and you look at the pass-catching group he had last year in Indianapolis, Matt, and, you know, other than Michael Pittman, who who really was there? He had an aging T.Y. Hilton. You you got Paris Campbell, who's a bust. Uh, uh, There there wasn't a whole lot, really, outside of Michael Pittman. And now he goes to Washington, and, boy, this guy's putting up some numbers, man. We're talking about Curtis Samuel, Terry McLaurin, uh, Jahan Dotson. I mean, they got J.D. McKissick involved now. So now this whole pass-catching group, Logan Thomas, your boy from Virginia Tech, right? So – Washington, man, this pass catching group goes just from like a JV unit to one of the best in the NFL. Yes, and and let's not forget, James, there are dozens of us, dozens of us Scott Turner fans out there. The Jeez. people in Discord were furious that you uh, like slandered Arrested Development I didn't, so hard. I didn't slander them. I just said ethnic people don't watch Arrested Development. I think that's true. I think that's true. We'll leave. We'll leave it at that. I didn't slander but, um, it. I didn't slander it. I don't know. I never watched. It. I can't say it's bad or good. I don't know. I've never seen it. We'll, we'll leave. We'll leave it at that. All right, cool. <laughs> um, man, I, I tell you what, James. I um, my co-host on the Yahoo Fantasy Football Forecast. Subscribe to that show as well. Uh, Scott Pianowski asked me on the Sunday recap show: Is Wentz going to win the breakup with the Colts? Because the Colts obviously are zero and two right now. Matt Ryan yeah. looks uh, 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 old behind oh, some troublingly yeah. bad pass protection. I'm willing to give the Colts a pass, by the way, because they were. You mentioned the goofballs that they were playing with without Michael Pittman last year. Well, they're pretty much now that Alec Pierce and Michael Pittman played didn't play last week. They're playing with those same goofballs, just no yeah. Michael Pittman. So pretty tough there. Golly. Um, you know, I mean, tough. Paris Campbell, he, he's not that good. Like, you know, whatever. Anyway, so I, I, w- I did say this about Wentz, though. I think that this was sort of like a breakup that needed to happen, which is sort of the um, 
kind of counter to the narrative because obviously Frank Reich and um, Carson Wentz had history together. But in Scott Turner's offense, the great Scott Turner, like he'll let you take shots. He will let you attack. And the Colts really kind of tried to put Carson Wentz in this conservative little box, you know, where it's like, let JT be the, the run of the show. And like, you just take the layups. We'll give you the layups, whatever. You no, know, Carson Wentz ain't want to be taking those layups, man. He wants to like push the <laughs> ball down the field it, yeah. and he's going to make mistakes. Obviously he's made some pretty classic Wentz mistakes through two games so far, but the, positives are there like the 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 they're letting the they're leading into the bad and good of Carson Wentz I think which is great because this wide receiver trio is just awesome man I mean Jahan Dotson I feel like it's kind of going on under the radar a little bit because you know Curtis Samuel has 20 damn targets through two games which you know I love to see he's also been getting rush attempts (laughs) you know they have an established number one in, in Terry McLaurin and Jahan Dotson he hasn't gotten a lot of targets, but I feel like every single catch that J- Jahan Dotson has made this year has been like an 8 out of 10 on the degree of difficulty scale because he's he's a small guy, but he's so good in those contested situations. He's so good at winning downfield, and he's still a player that gets open too. Like He's still a great, not necessarily a great man coverage beater, but an awesome zone coverage receiver. You know That was his reception perception profile coming into the NFL, um, but man, he is he has made so many plays in tight coverage this year. Um, all three of his touchdowns have been on like high degree of difficulty contested yeah. catches. Oh, yeah. He's made plays down the field as well. Um, he just looks incredible. And and Samuel, you know, is being used in this very hyper specific <clears throat> role as well. So yeah, this this trio, like again, we talked about duos with the Miami guys, but when you start thinking about like wide receiver trios, this group needs more respect absolutely and you know they've got other playmakers like you said Antonio Gibson as a receiver out of the backfield JD McKissick as a receiver out of the backfield and Lynchburg uh, the pride of Lynchburg Virginia Logan <laughs> Thomas looking pretty good as there well you go. Um, okay well it does beg the question and I know that um, Terry McLaurin did see eight targets four receptions for 75 yards but is Terry McLaurin is he like done done as like an alpha receiver well, yeah, I, I, I think I've kind of come around to part of the Terry McLaurin analysis was he was going to dominate the target share and Carson Wentz was going to be an upgrade over Taylor Heineke. Carson Wentz mm-hmm. has been a has been a upgrade over Taylor Heineke for sure. No question about it. But McLaurin, just 14.1% of the team targets, just 26.1% of the air yards so far through two, two games. Jahan Dotson's run slightly more routes than Terry McLaurin. And I mean, the reality of that is just look, he's not going to have the same volume metrics as before. I think he'll be okay. Like I wouldn't rush to sell him or whatever. And I still think he is the number one legit alpha of this receiving group. But I don't think I see like a possible top 10 finish in Terry McLaurin's range of outcomes anymore, just because, um, you know, Curtis Samuel's really good. John Dotson's is really good. Like these guys are going to command targets. And I hate to say that because I love Terry McLaurin, but, um, this Carson Wentz would have to become, you know, the, the analogy I've made all off season was Terry McLaurin is, you know, 2022 Terry McLaurin is to 2017, 2018 Stefan Diggs. Like he needs to get in the right situation. Like this offense is the right situation, but uh-huh. Carson Wentz is not going to become 2020, 2021 Josh Allen. Like he's going to be, <laughs> I think fine, but he's okay. to get these guys to ball in fantasy, but he's not going to become that version of Josh Allen, obviously. 
Could I make the argument too that Terry McLaurin's skill set does not necessarily mess, mesh well that well with what Carson Wentz does well? Carson Wentz, in my opinion, is one of these like see it, throw it guys. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't think yep. timing and feel is really where Carson Wentz thrives. I think he kind of sort of needs to see it. Um, and then when it gets open, he throws it, right? So, but Terry McLaurin, great route runner, as you've, you know, uh, illuminated many, many times. When you're a great route runner, you kind of sort of need a not always, but you need a, a quarterback that can have some timing with you. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. yeah. um, and I don't necessarily think um, that is exactly what Carson Wentz does. And, and nobody's saying that Terry McLaurin is like Justin Jefferson or he's Devontae Adams or yeah. these guys. But, um, you know, even if he is like, even if you took Stefan Diggs and I love Stefan Diggs, I think Diggs is one of the top three receivers in football. If you took him and put him on this Washington offense with Carson Wentz, like, they're still throwing the ball to Jahan Dotson. They're still throwing okay. the ball to Curtis Samuel. Like they're, yeah, they're yeah, not yeah. just going to ignore these guys. Right. And um, especially Samuel, I think plays such a key role in that, like the layup target, the, um, the, the designed looks for Carson Wentz. Cause like you said, the, the Wentz wagon will, he'll bust a wheel off every now and again and just go completely <laughs> yeah. haywire. And he is a see it throw type of guy. Well, if you lay out, Hey, Samuel's going to be open in the flat here. We're going to design this play to get him wide open against zone coverage. That's right. your first read, throw it to him right away. That helps matriculate the offense down the field. And Wentz doesn't have to sit there in the pocket and start to spiral and, you know, get a damn safety or a, you know, throw a <laughs> interception to a defensive <laughs> lineman or whatever. So yeah, no, I, I, I hear your point right. about that, but I just think, and, and targets obviously are earned, but all of these guys are going to earn targets because they're all really good. Okay. Picture this. It's Friday afternoon. When a thought hits you, I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Uh, Drake London is somebody that uh, you featured in the new tool on the Reception Perception. New tool for RP, period. Uh, you're Everybody, doing in yeah. In-season tracking. Yeah, yeah, which is great. Uh, but you feature Drake London as one of those players that you did a little one game sample on. You really, really liked what you saw. Dude, Drake London is the truth. Uh, oh my <laughs> God. I mean, James, he's the, the uh, he's the truth. The, the Drake London can't separate haters and losers. They'll, 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 they must've hated the week one tape against the saints. Cause he was open all of the time, 83% wow. success rate versus man, 80% success rate versus press in that game against a good wow. secondary too, by the way. Yes. Um, right. He was awesome. And then you saw it in week two, he went out there and had a big game against the Rams. Um, yeah. I, I, I just think Drake London already looks like a superstar. Like I think obviously it's not going to, Maybe it won't be to the degree of Jamar Chase or Justin Jefferson from the last two years because, you know, he's in the Falcons offense with, I mean, Arthur Smith. Oh, my God. There's so many things we could say about Arthur Smith. You know, um, Arthur Smith, Smith is a coaching staff. They play really slow. You know, you've got Marcus Mariota as his quarterback. But, man, yeah. Drake London legitimately looks like a, a alpha wide receiver already. Um, and he's putting it on the, 
I'm putting it in the box score too. You know, I mean, that game against the Rams was really good. I, I'm, yeah. I am, I, I, I'm so high on Drake London. I, I mean, I was high on him coming into the NFL. Obviously, you know, reception perception was really big on him as a prospect. But man, he looks even better than I thought coming off like no practice time. And you know, we're at the point where like the Kyle Pitts bros are are you know crying in the in the street about <laughs> Kyle Pitts. You know, how can, right. how can, how can Arthur right. Smith not be tart, you know, drawn up designing plays for his best player? I'm like, he is, his name is just Drake London, not Kyle Pitts. <laughs> Good for you. 12 targets, eight receptions, 86 yards and a touchdown, highly productive two point conversion as well for Drake London in week number two, man, they play Seattle there in week number three. But, um, the thing that gets me excited when you start talking about Drake London is Again, um, you know, when you watch his college tape, it's, it is very difficult just for, you know, when you're just watching college football, like how much of it is Drake London? How much of it is a quarterback? Wasn't getting a ton of separation there in college. But um, when you start talking about this guy can separate, well, I already know this. I already know he's an absolute dog when it comes to the ball in the air, you know? Yeah. Like everyone knows that this guy is going to fight, you know? And like, for me, you know me, it's like, I have like a, a soft spot <laughs> for these contested <laughs> catch dogs, dudes, you yeah, know? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's Drake London. But now you're telling me he can separate too. Oh man, let's go. I, I think we've barely, I think we've barely seen any sort of, um, and there's been some like tight coverage plays. There's been some like ball tracking moments through the first two weeks, but um, yeah, the, so far a lot of it has been not just, the separation and the, I mean, the unbelievable fluidity off the line of scrimmage for somebody, somebody that size, it's, it's really crazy stuff. Um, yeah, but, he's a but, big guy, dude. but also after the catch too, like he, he makes plays in the open field. And I think that's why they're designing so many looks for him so far. It, well, at least this was in week one in his reception perception sample. I'll have this updated on the in season tracker, obviously uh, with his week two game against the Rams, 50 56% of his routes in week one, slant dig or curl man he's just gonna pile up catches on like running those in breaking routes with marcus mariota like those are marcus mariota routes right so um yeah 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 i i just i he's the he's already kind of started to to go up there but i said on the in-season tracker like he is clearly my favorite kind of quote buy before he goes off type of guy right now i think he's gonna have a monster season again i know people love kyle pitts I think I think Kyle Pitts is going to be a really good tight end. I just think Drake London's going to be the better player long term. Like I'm I'm right. very very convinced of that at this point. And when when it comes to who who what's how's it usually work in NFL offense? Like and by the way, they're playing Kyle Pitts as like a pure in, more so inline slot tight end this year. They're because they have an alpha X receiver on the outside yeah. in Drake London. They don't yeah, got to yeah, do any yeah. of that goofy stuff with him anymore. Um <laughs> so they're, and how does it usually work in an offense? Who normally dominates the target share? The alpha number one wide receiver or like the really, mm -hmm. even if it's a great tight end, it's usually the wide receiver that gets those targets. So I think that's how this is going to go going forward. Oh, that's great. No, I mean, hey, listen, it's a good problem to have, honestly. I, I think ultimately when Marcus Mariota kind of figures it all out, honestly, I think that will open does. the door. If he does, he probably won't. It's Marcus Mariota we're talking about here. But I'm just saying, like if, if a quarterback they take <laughs> figures it out, somewhere along the line it's just that's actually just good for Kyle yeah. Pitts I mean let's be real you know it's like you don't yeah. want to be um you know kind of I don't know like you don't want that outside coverage man no like, you don't go get yeah. him 
Exactly. Like, go shake loose down the seam, dude. Like, you know, do your do your Travis Kelsey thing, dude. It's all good. You know what I mean? Like, come on. Ultimately, it'll be better for him, I think. You know, uh, the Kyle Pitt bros, like, obviously, they're they're not happy right now with the target share. But I'm just saying, down the road, it'll pay off. Uh, Kyle Pitt's going to have some big games, man, for sure, 100%. Uh, but, yeah, no, I, 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 love that, I love that what you wrote in the in-season tracker is buy before he has a big game. He had a big game, and you wrote that in week one. And then he goes out and has a big game in week two. I was like, yeah, well, there you go. Boom. RP once he strikes once again. <laughs> bigger, and I think bigger things are coming even more than like 80 <laughs> yards and a touchdown. Like, I don't know. I don't know if the Falcons play any primetime games or anything like that. Um, but it, at some point, like Drake London will get in. The, like, he'll be on SportsCenter. He'll be on ESPN with like the, oh, is this the next great rookie receiver? And, like, I already think the answer is is yes. Like, is he the next Jamar Chase? Is he the next Justin Jefferson? I already think the answer hey, is Hey, man, does he does he comp at all to you? Like, I'm, the size is is very comparable. But, like, does he comp to you at all for, like, Mike Evans? Yeah, I think so because he can get open down the field. But I think, like – and I, I love Mike Evans. I've always said that he gets – people think – if people think Mike Evans is a jump – just a jump ball receiver, like, they're not wa- yeah. they're admitting they're not yeah. watching the games. Like remember all of the right. hand wringing about like, how is Tom Brady going to make it work with a jump ball receiver? Like Mike Evans, when he signed with the bucks, it's like maybe <laughs> like, watch here. Mike Evans Jesus. over the last few years. Like the guy does, he's a really, really, really good route runner for a big receiver. But whereas Evans is probably faster in a straight line with that size. I think London might be more like fluid. Yeah. I, I, I think that the comp is reasonable from like a size standpoint. I, I think that I saw a lot of people. I'm not the only one that made this one, but I think a lot of people compared him to like a, almost like a Michael Thomas type of player um, from okay. like a, the way he like wins on slants and curls and digs and stuff like that is very Michael Thomas esque. But I, I'm just telling you, man, I think that he's freakier than, than a guy like that. I, I'm telling you, I think he's, he's more fluid and, and more, um, more special than, than a guy like that. Oh man. That is uh that is some praise because Michael Thomas in his prime was just a right. He led the, has a, as a, and owns an NFL record. So um, yeah. <laughs> maybe I, maybe that sounds really hot takey. I'm, I'm just saying purely like as a player type of guy, like sure. I, I think he's got such a unique skill set and is already okay, winning at the NFL level at a really high rate. All right, so there you go, man. We wrap it up. Hey, we'll be back um, in a couple of days here, man. I hope you guys are enjoying the podcast. If you are, please like and subscribe. Rate the show as well. Five-star ratings would be very helpful for us, if you don't yeah. mind. Uh, so that would be very good. And then, of course, find Matt on uh, YouTube as well. Subscribe to his YouTube channel, where you can find a lot of these clips. And uh, you know, we reference some of these you know, routing charts um, that we pop on the screen for our YouTube folks. You can find that on his YouTube channel as well. All right, but for now, we are out of here. For Matt Harmon, I am James Coe. We'll see you.